Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus Canton. Today's player, um, pretty much everybody's LB1, I think, at this point. I don't know, you might get a little bit of little bit of dissonance, a little bit of disagreement, but Trenton Simpson, linebacker from Clemson. He's a junior, six foot three. I had 225. I think he's closer to 245 or though. He's closer to 250. He's a big boy. Um, today I'm going to bring on a special guest, Connor Rogers from NBC Sports. He's with the Fantasy Football Happy Hour, which was awarded the best audio content at the FSGA Tweets Conference last week. Connor's also the co-host of PFF's NFL Stock Exchange. Connor, how you doing, man? I'm good, Dwight. It's great to talk to you, man. And this is a really fun player we get to discuss today, so I'm pumped up. Right. I didn't even cover all your other stuff, man. Connor is all the stuff for the Jets, the stuff for the Mets, too. Don't you get all sorts of stuff, man? Like, yeah, it's the New York blood in me. I just can't get out of it. I, and I adore it. So it's uh, it's fun. I stay busy and I like it that way. Oh, yeah. It's the only way to be, man. The only way to be. Until you get married and have kids, you might as well have fun, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been pushing that off for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. You might as well have fun while you can. <laughs> The recruiting profile for Trenton Simpson. He was from Charlotte, North Carolina. He did play a little bit of two-way ball in high school. He was a running back and a linebacker. Ended up being a five-star, 24 composite, 24/7 sports composite, 26th over overall ranked in the class of 2020. So he was one of the highest-ranked guys there. The obviously the number one linebacker. And then as a as statistically as a sophomore, he hit the field running with 65 total tackles, 12 and a half for a loss, six and a half sacks. Two pass defense, too. This year, kind of had a little bit different role with Clemson, but he still had 72 tackles, four tackles for a loss, two and a half sacks. So kind of took a little bit step back, but his role changed a little bit. I'm sure we'll cover that a little as we're talking. So, Connor, what skills does Simpson have? You think it could make him a successful NFL linebacker? Man, run and chase speed. It's just different with him. It's sideline to sideline. It's downhill. I think he can even flip his hips a little bit and turn, whether it's having to cover out routes. I think this is somebody that if you challenge him to do it, he can run the seam. Uh, there's just there's so much in this game, Dwight, where you look at a dude on a college field and you go, oh, okay, that, that guy's just moving differently than your typical college player. And he played at Clemson, right? Like So you get that a lot with whether it's non-D1 guys or non-Power 5 guys, whatever it may be. But when you get it with a guy at Clemson where he's in a defense that's full of incredible athletes and often playing pretty good athletes as well in the ACC, it means something. So when I look at Simpson, that's my favorite ability of his. And I, I think it's one of those things where it also comes with a relentless pursuit where somebody could have that ability, that run and chase speed or the acceleration and the explosiveness out of their lower body. But it's also do they bring it on a down-by-down consistent basis. And I really see it with him. I really think he can, whether it's as a blitzer, whether it's as a run defender. Uh, I would say more laterally as a run defender, and I know we're going to get into his usage and and his shortcomings in a little bit rather than just going vertically downhill. Um, And, of course, his once again, his ability and coverage, too, is is a super nice bonus. Right. Those are that's the biggest thing that I noticed. The kid is never out of a play. I mean, he's got tons of range and he couples it with explosiveness. You know, like he'll he'll sit there and he'll start to diagnose a play, and the next thing you know, he's six yards in the backfield. And he's got so much, so much quickness and the ability to run down, and then he hits people too. He he is a fun, but he's one of those guys that can lay the wood like the old, like we used to ask for the old school linebackers. But he does it so much more than that. He's a finisher. He's an I put he's an apex predator. That's what I feel like he is. I love that dude. He is the dude on, on defense. So. 
Um, and like yeah, you and mentioned, it's, the, it's a little in his yeah. DNA, right? Where you look at his dad has done 17 tours overseas as a ranger in the army. Wow. So, I mean, you're talking about a different kind of DNA. And I know him and his dad have a special bond. And his dad is kind of uh, spoken, you know, not verbatim this, but in a sense, like, he's getting to live out my dream. And I, I think for Trenton, and he's not somebody I've gotten to talk to personally, and I'm looking forward to hopefully the combine in some sense, but that's just a different DNA to me. And it's, you never like to compare actual war with the game of football. I think it's just wildly uh, exaggerated at times, but when you're talking about, you know, his upbringing and that kind of father and the way that he plays every down, like it's his last on the field, it's pretty fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Like, he knows he's the best player on the field. And he's also, I mean, he's smart as heck. He completed his bachelor degree already. You know, he's already in three years. So I love seeing stuff like that. You know, the little stuff that shows how heady he is. And he's not, like, overly cocky on the field. Just a lot to love about him. So weaknesses. Yeah. <laughs> There's not yeah. a lot. But what what do you see that could possibly hold him back? They all have to do with this role, right? He's not the biggest guy. I think he's right. very muscular and that it's compact muscle into his frame where, you know, like you said, he's been listed at 225 before, but I, he's somebody that if he played at 240 in, as a rookie, that wouldn't shock me as well while maintaining that explosiveness, short area, his long speed, all of those great things that make him an exciting athletic, you know, specimen in a sense. But he's just not the biggest guy, and it's he's not somebody where I look at it and go, well, he's just not strong enough. I think his role at times is just odd. I would not stick him as a Mike Backer in the middle of the field and expect him to thump his way through traffic. And why that's not maximizing right, right. the player. So you could diagnose it and say, yeah, it's it's you know maybe a weakness of his, but I'm not drafting him to be this hulking Mike linebacker in the middle of the field that's shooting the A gap and taking on runs. A couple of teams have, I've actually talked to are evaluating him as more of a hybrid player, which I think Clemson used him on in 2021. But even more so, hey, can you rush the passer a little bit more, not just as a blitzer, but can we set you up standing off the edge and utilize that speed and develop a couple pass rush moves while also playing off the ball at times? I think for a lot of people that have watched Drew Sanders this year from Arkansas, that's probably how Trenton Simpson should also be used at the NFL level as well, this hybrid edge, this off-ball guy. So his weaknesses to me are just that he's not going to be the best working downhill through traffic. I think the instincts right. are. I think the instincts are okay. I think they'll improve over time. Let's not forget how young of a player this is, and you know the fact that he needs more seasoning in that mold. But I just think a lot of his weaknesses on tape to me are more so how he was used and what he was expected to do out of place. Right. I did put the one of the only few weaknesses I noticed was he's not a guy that'll set the edge. Like he said, yep. that's something I think he could be could ask to do. Do you think a team could want to use him kind of like Micah Parsons in, in Dallas? Do you think he's that versatile? Or That was the exact comparison that one team said to me, not as a player, but as usage. They were like, think right. of it as the Micah role. We saw him play off the ball at Penn State for two years, and then he opted out. And then you look at Trenton, who's played as an overhang. He's played in the middle of the field. Well, at the NFL level, what is his best attribute? And, of course, it's his speed. And the fact that I think he has the body type to be more of a – bendy or twitchier kind of edge where he's giving tackles problems with speed and forcing them to overset and can he develop an inside counter move and once again you're not expecting him to rush on 99 percent of his snaps but can it be something in his toolbox you know a way the teams looked at it with also Devin Lloyd last year was a guy that got a couple hand in the dirt opportunities while at Utah to rush and teams like that throughout the draft process as well so I think Simpson absolutely is going to fit that mold of 
hey, maybe in our NASCAR package, we like you standing up and it's going to be a pass down and we know you can blitz. You could be a mug backer where you could drop back in coverage and make plays. But on our base downs and our base defense, you're going to play off the ball. Yeah, I can see him being like really lethal on delayed blitzes and things like that because of how much speed he is. You know, he gets that that explosion. Ooh, it's just fun. As far as draft capital, I think he's pretty much locked in as a first round guy. I keep seeing him, you know, recent mock drafts had him have him going as early as 13 to the Jets, which I think is maybe a tiny bit early, but uh, 20 to the Seahawks, 18 to the Lions. You know, he's kind of everywhere. Where do you see him going? Would you and an ideal fit? That's a good one. I think really back into the first top of the second round. I don't expect a linebacker to be a, a lock to go in the first round of this draft, but it's the question that Simpson will get to answer and a guy like Drew Sanders will get to answer. Are you a hybrid player? And if you're a hybrid player, well, then you could sneak into the first round because then you're a guy that can also rush and pass rush really has more value to teams than just being an off-ball run defender guy. Um, because they think they could find those guys on day two of the draft. And, you know, that's something that Robert Sala has done throughout all of his career, which is why I wouldn't be convinced that the Jets take an off-ball linebacker as high as the top 15. If they were picking in the back end of round one, maybe a consideration. So I think when you look at teams on the back end, maybe somebody considers him. And then you look at the teams, you know, up front picking in the second round as well. It seems like I would say – as far as he can go, like, does he make it by Denver in the second round? Uh, Denver could use more speed in the middle of the field. They could use another linebacker. I think that would be a lot of fun to track as well. So I think that's kind of as late as he can go. And then, of course, he could sneak into the first round as well. It's just a matter of those teams, what do they need, right? You look at somebody, the Eagles don't draft linebackers early as much as this guy would just be freaking awesome to watch for the Eagles. The oh, Chiefs he'd be have great. Yeah. He'd be so great to watch there. The Chiefs have Nick Bolton, who is a different kind of player. I actually think Bolton and Trenton Simpson would be incredible to watch together in terms of how they complement each other. But I just don't know if the Chiefs would take a linebacker that early in, you know, with a first-round pick. The Giants have a lot of needs on offense. Otherwise, I think in the middle of the field, this guy would be a absolute dynamite player for Wink Martindale as well. So when you look at Simpson, he fits with any team because he has such a varied skill set. It's just a matter of how high will a team place a premium on him because this position does not get drafted high very often anymore. Right. I keep wishing he would make it to the lions. That's kind of my second team uh, being a living in Michigan speed kinda... in the middle too. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they yeah. absolutely. I mean, I like Malcolm Rodriguez, but he goes back to the different kind of player, right? Where you oh, play definitely. him next to yeah. Malcolm. Yeah. I'm with you completely. I think the lions love to get more athletic and bigger and stronger in that front seven. And you've seen that process begin, right? You have Aiden Hutchinson, you have Houston, of course, who came out of nowhere and had over eight sacks and, you know, they're trying to get a little beefier in the middle of the defensive line as well. But that that front seven, that run defense ran super hot and cold and way too often they ran cold during the season. And right. this is the kind of dude that you can expect to make those plays. All right. Lastly, Connor, do you have a player comp for him? Somebody you liken him to? Yes. Yeah, so get ready for this one. And some people listening might not <laughs> even remember this guy, but Daryl Washington, who played linebacker in Arizona and was just an absolute freak show for Todd Bowles. And then Daryl Washington, unfortunately, had some suspensions that, mostly due to suspension, his NFL career just kind of went sideways and abruptly came to an end. But when Washington was on the field, not dealing with the suspension and all that kind of different stuff, 
he was one of the most electric linebackers in the NFL during that, what, two to three year period, it felt like. So that's what I saw when I turned on the tape over summer with Trent Simpson. I haven't changed that comparison yet. Sometimes I update them when it's been, God, it's been about eight or nine months since I wrote that one down. But I really think he's that kind of linebacker. Right. I remember him, but I don't remember much about him. So I wasn't playing IDP back then, I don't think. So I don't really remember him as much. I think once I started playing IDP, it, it kind of rose my uh, attention to defense, I guess, you know, a little bit more. So I, I was uh, short-sighted for a while. Like quite He's a few kind years. of this lightning-in-a-bottle player, really, when you look at it. He came in the league and you saw his usage, and then the Jets tried to kind of replicate him when Bowles came to the Jets. They tra- they drafted Darren Lee in the first round because I think Bowles thought Lee could be his new Darren Washington, yep. and it it didn't work out, obviously, uh, for a variety of reasons. But, yeah, with Darren Washington, if, if you just, like, do his pro football reference, there's at least one year in there where you're like, my God, this guy did absolutely everything for a front seven. Awesome. Thank you. I like the older comparisons like that. A lot of people just compare him to somebody in the last couple of years, and I think it's kind of nice to go a little bit outside of the box and – Find like a historical. All right, Connor, tell everybody where they can find you, where all your work is. I mean, as much as you want to plug, and you can probably go on for another 10 minutes with all the stuff you do. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll make this pretty quick. Right now we have the PFF uh, NFL Stock Exchange. The NFL Stock Exchange has its own YouTube channel where we do all rankings for the draft. We've already done linebackers, so if you're more interested in the rest of the class or more on Simpson, we've done that episode. You can check out the Stock Exchange YouTube channel. Um, and then, of course, my work at NBC, where I have my first big board up on NBC Sports Edge. So really fun stuff, Dwight. Love the concept of the show, and I appreciate you having me on. And not bringing back stick to football yet, right? It's, uh, <laughs> it's still under the grave. We're not going to have a, oh. a zombie resurrection of stick to football. Rest in peace. It's all right. Yeah, everybody's kind of gone the other direction. So it was, it was a fun run for a while. We, I used to love listening to you guys. So I still listen to you in different ways. So. You can find me on Twitter. I appreciate FF you, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. You can find me at FF People's Champ on Twitter. Um, all your work at Campus to Canton. Make sure you check out our entire family of podcasts. Thank you all very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow.